Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. on Facebook and Twitter, and I'm going to address those. Also, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Condre Miller thing that happened there the other day, and uh, that's pretty much about it. I mean, everyone's kind of in quarantine, isolation, there's no hockey going on, there's nothing really going on. Uh, Toronto just signed a guy to the KHL, some people ask questions about why he was signed and whether or not Montreal can sign Romanov. Uh, I'll get to that as well, and uh, yeah, so we'll get right into it. Uh, the Condre Miller thing, if you're not sure about it, Condre Miller was doing a Zoom interview. He just signed an entry-level contract with the New York Rangers, and uh, someone decided that they were going to uh, write uh, the N-word all over his little chat screen on the side there. Condre was showing it on his camera, and big capital letters, the N-word all the way down, just flooding this chat thing, uh, whatever ignorant asshole decided to do that as no place in society if you ask me uh it's a cowardice thing to do uh you're an asshole doing that and uh quite frankly uh yeah you i have no words for it i'm embarrassed not as a hockey fan but as a human being and uh anyone who in 2020 who still thinks that way about someone of color race gender or whatever or sex or whatever is just a complete fucking asshole. And really, that's all I have to say about it. I don't want to give any more time to this person. Uh, I feel I want to I want to say, as a person, say sorry to, con- uh, to, to Miller that he went through that. And, uh, yeah, let's hope stuff like that never happens again and maybe we can put a system in place that uh, not doesn't allow that again. So uh, moving on from that, um, recently the Toronto Maple Leafs just signed a guy out of the KHL. Um and a lot of people were wondering why uh, uh, they were able to sign him, and we haven't signed Romanoff. Romanoff's all the KHL contracts end on April 30th, so we won't be able to sign Romanoff until the f- at least the 1st of April. Um, so having said that, um, uh, yeah, that's why we're not signing. I don't know how Toronto was able to sign him. Uh, that I can't answer as of right now anyway. However, I will say 
Montreal won't be able to sign Romanov to the 1st of May. His contract's not over to the 30th of April. So hopefully by the 1st of next month, uh, he'll sign and come over. Uh, there's some things on, uh, hints on Instagram and that, that he will be signing. Uh, I'm not saying he is signing, because, like I say, everything's kind of nothing for sure. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't sign. Uh, uh, Jillian Cramer, uh, she would be a better person to talk to on Twitter than that, and I probably butchered her last name, but uh, anyway, she's uh, she follows the KHL on Twitter, and she would be a better person for that one. Um, I, on the other hand, don't know how Toronto are. Jillian Kemmerer is her name, uh, at Jillian Kemmerer. Uh, so anyway, she follows the uh, the KHL and uh, Russian hockey, uh, and uh, so she would know more answers than I would, and I'll ask her, and maybe I'll have an answer for you on our Friday Habs Unfiltered show. Uh, so yeah, yeah, maybe we sign uh, uh, Barabanov, Alexander Barabanov, to one-year entry-level contract. Not sure how they got him signed so early, because he did play in the KHL. He had 20 points, I believe, in the KHL. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Uh, 43 games, 20 points. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So, having said that, hopefully by the first of the month, we'll have, uh, uh, yeah, we'll have Romanov. But not this month, next month. So, by the end of the 30th. And there's a couple other guys I think we were able to sign if we want. But then again, we also got to look at what we have. We only have five spaces available to sign people so we really gotta ensure we get who we want and the right persons that we want in the spots because we still have like Harris and Struble and a whole bunch of other guys to sign uh, Fonstad and McShane and a whole bunch of other guys to sign before we can deal with that so um, yeah so that's that uh, this is going to be a really short half of the show uh, the second half, we're going to answer the questions and stuff like that. Um, I want to thank everyone for uh, listening to the show because, uh, you know, without you, we wouldn't even have a show. And, uh, you know, uh, numbers have been down lately because of I don't think anyone's really that interested anymore. But we're still uh, one of the top Canadian uh, um, podcasts for the, well, for the Canadians in Canada. Uh, this show and uh, Habs Unfiltered, uh, we come up twice a week. Uh, thank you from the bottom of our heart for that. And uh, anyway, I'm going to get uh, go to the commercial, and then we're going to get to the questions. And uh, yeah, so I'll be right back after these commercial breaks. <laughs> Do you have a problem getting big city slams? Are you not getting the gains at the gym? Well, don't mortgage your future on rental supplements. Get Bergy Arms. Bergy Arms will get you the gains you need. Bergy Arms gets rid of all the bad attitude and builds better character so you can get the gains you need. Get Bergy Arms. Bergy Arms. Bergy Arms. Arms today. Not a real product. May make you trade your favorite player for a mountain man. Do not use... If you're healthy, if you want to loyalty, buy a dog.
here we are again, or not we, me, I'm by myself, so running solo on this one, which I kind of always do, I guess. So, uh, the questions that I've been asked today, so, uh, yeah, questions, deep, deep, dark questions. Uh, let's see. Mike from Facebook asks, do I think uh, Bergevin has what it takes to get the team in the playoffs next year? Um, yes, I think he has what it takes. Uh, the question is, is he going to get what it takes? Um, with all the UFAs out there, which there aren't a huge one, Taylor Hall's the major guy uh, on the block and I don't think he's coming to the Montreal Canadiens, but they really need to boost up their uh, left-handed D and their goaltending. I think there's enough UFA goaltenders out that he can pick up a quality backup goaltender. Uh, the thing is he has to spend the money to do so. Uh, I'm looking at someone like Craig Anderson, a veteran. Whether they get him or not, I don't know. We talked about this on the last show, so I won't get into much detail here. Uh, but on Habs un last Habs Unfiltered that we did on the weekend, uh, we talked about this actual uh, situation. Um, so this leads into another question by my partner Matt Smith at Snakebite350, so Mike and Matt, I can't confuse their names up, uh, he says he's taking the chart of specific UFA in this offseason, if so, who? Uh, I think they should target all the high, uh, Taylor Hall, uh, but as a specific UFA, Ah, Tory Krug is going to be my guy that I think they should target from Boston. He's going to be the he could be their number one left-handed defenseman, and uh, so that's the guy I think uh, uh, Bergevin should go after. Uh, Tory Krug that'll shore up your D because you'll have Krug paired with Weber, then Sherratt with Petrie, and then uh, Romanov, Mete, or Kulak on the uh, fourth line with. Uh, Probably not Foline, because I don't think Foline's coming back. He's a uh, RFA. I don't know if he's RFA or UFA, but he's one of those guys. I don't think Foline's going to come back, so you're going to have him line up with either uh, Juleson or Fleury as your uh, right-handed D, or go with two lefties. You can go with Mete and Romanoff, or Mete and Kulak, or Kulak and Romanoff, Kulak, Mete. Um, I think in the D there, once that gets broke down, the odd man out is going to be Mete. Uh, even though he's an RFA this year, he will be signed. I just think he's going to be odd man. Uh, or you'll see Kulak get traded. Uh, so that uh, covers actually two questions that I had. Um, Melanie, or La Louve RK on Twitter, asked me, what's the meaning of life? Um, that's a good question. So what is the meaning of life? Um... Uh, live a full life and be happy. It's uh, a deep question there, Melanie. Um, I think my wife will tell you the meaning of life would be me, and I think she's right. So, uh, will you win fifty million? No, you won't. You're not going to win anything. And what should I eat for supper? Uh, I'm a pasta guy, so I'd go with pasta. Um, yeah, that's what I would go with. So there's that question. Uh, Blaine uh, Pothin, my other partner, uh, Potsy underscore seventy. He asked me if I wear pants while I record. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I don't wear pants. Uh, right now, I'm wearing Lululemon pants and uh, Alice Cooper t-shirt, so I don't know if that matters. I'm not sure why he wants to know if I wear pants. Uh, so, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's weird. Weird question, Blaine, but I'll take it. Um, Scott from uh, from Instagram, he wants to know. Um, let's see if I got this right. How much do you think Max Domi will get, and will he be playing center next year? Um, I think Max Domi should only get about five and a half million. I think he's going to ask for about six and a half, and they're going to settle at around six, six point two. Um, I think, depending on how Kotkaniemi is next year or where Kotkaniemi starts, will debate depend on where Domi starts. Uh, I believe Nick Suzuki is going to be our uh, big center. I think he is the uh, he's our number one center going forward. Uh, Deneau is going to play on that line with Tatar and Gallagher as the number one right now. I think you'll see Suzuki on that second line, and until the Kotkaniemi comes back, I think you're going to see uh, Domi play on that third line center, uh, probably with uh, Drouin and Armia. Uh, Suzuki will play with. Actually, it's tough to say. I guess Suzuki would play with Drew, Drew, uh, Drouin and Armia, and you'll have uh, Domi playing with Lekkinen and Byron. It's not a bad third line. Uh, but I think you'll see Domi's production stall being on the third line. I think that's what kind of happened to him this year. Uh, he was get better in the faceoff dot this year. I don't think he's going to end up being a center long term. Uh, if Kotyemi makes the team out of the gate and plays, he'll be the third line center, moving Domi to a wing. And I think you'll have a, a second line, more like Suzuki, Domi, and Druin, or Suzuki, Domi, and Lekkonen. Or maybe even Byron. Actually, that would be a good line. Uh, and then you would have uh, Kaki Nemi with Armia and Lekin in the finish line. Uh, personally, I think you're going to see... Uh, I'd like to see a domi Drew and uh, Suzuki line. Uh, the defense won't be all that great there, but you'll have a really good high-scoring line, I believe, that uh, could prosper. It's something the Canadians want. And this is barring in mind uh, any uh, UFAs or uh, any RFAs that uh, Bergman may try to sign and going into their RFA uh, Stephanie asked off Facebook do you think uh, Bergman's going to do an offer sheet again this year uh, if he does he better do it better than he did last time having said that I didn't have an issue with the last one I knew it would be be signed uh, but I think I saw what he was trying to do with that uh, contract he was trying to play on uh, Dundon's uh, unwillingness to sign bonuses and stuff like that and the fact that uh, it was very uh, cost effective uh, going into the uh, going into the season because they had to pay $21 million out in the first couple of months or something like that so uh, I believe uh, yeah so I believe if he's going to go after anyone it's going to be uh, a better cap. I was trying to look up who might be available here, so just give me a second. Um, let me see here. Free agents. Cap friendly. Should have got this ready for today. Uh, but if the, if he goes after an RFA, uh, maybe Sergachev, if he doesn't get Corey Crew, get him back as an RFA. Might be, that'd be neat because Tampa's up against the cap. Um, other than that, I'm not quite sure who is available as an RFA off the top of my head. Um, just trying to think here. 
Um, restricted free agents that are available. Matthew Barzell could be another one uh, that they go after. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, however, I think Columbus could match everything that came through. Um, Anthony Sorelli from Tampa. The defenseman, uh, Mikhail Shurgatov would be the guy that I go after, and I wouldn't bother going after a, a goaltender there. Uh, maybe trade for one. Um, but uh, but if I was going to go after a restricted free agent, uh, Sergachev or uh, Barzell would be the two that I would uh, would probably try to do. Both the Islanders and Tampa, uh, I don't believe, have much cap space. I know Tampa doesn't, and uh, it's going to be hard to tell what the cap space is going to be like with uh, this whole uh, uh, COVID thing because the NHL stopped early and the cap space is based a lot on revenue, so... It'll be quite interesting. Um, so, yeah, I want to thank everyone for their questions. Uh, that's pretty much all I have. A couple other ones, just silly questions like why'd you shave your head and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, I just felt like it. Um, yeah, thanks for the questions. Keep them coming in. Maybe I'll do this again next week. Uh, again, with nothing really going on, I'm running out of ideas to do shows on. <laughs> not going to lie, if someone has an idea of something they want me to talk about, rant about, uh, be toxic about, uh, just let me know, and uh, we'll get it on the show. Uh, so for that, that is week's this week's show. Uh, it's pretty short. It's only about 20 minutes long, which I think is pretty good. No one wants to hear me talk for too long anyway. So I want to thank everyone again for listening. Um, tune in. Please tune in. Share, like, follow, all that uh, bullshit that you got to do in order to be whatever uh and uh hope to uh hear from you so uh this will go out to all our fans out there and uh, we'll see you again on friday with uh, matt smith and i and uh, hopefully maybe if blaine's out of quarantine and is available he'll be available too all right thanks guys Did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. 
The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.